Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Today, I'd like to talk about the old familiar story at the woman at the well. But instead of concentrating on Jesus' interactions with his Samaritans, let's notice just one verse from John 4, 6, for it has lessons to teach us about who Jesus was. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. It was during a long, hot day's march that the tired little caravan turned into the fertile valley. There, while the disciples went into the little hill village to purchase, if they could, some food from the despised inhabitants, Jesus, apparently too exhausted to accompany them, sat thus on the well. That little word, thus, seems to have a force difficult to reproduce in English. It is apparently intended to enhance the idea of utter weariness, describing someone so tired he just collapses anywhere and anyhow, not much caring where it is that he rests. That's Jesus on the well, stretching weary muscles while the western sun lengthens shadows on the plain. John's gospel has the loftiest thing to say about the glory of Jesus' divinity and the heavenly power that lived within him. But John was also always careful to emphasize the physical part of our Lord. He never forgot either part of his great sentence in which all the gospel is convinced the word became flesh. He always shows us the word, but he also always shows us the flesh. For instance, he was the only gospel writer who told us of Jesus' pathetic two-word sentence while on the cross, I thirst. He told us in this passage how Jesus, not simply for the sake of getting a convenient opening for a conversation, but because he needed what he asked for, said to the Samaritan woman, give me to drink. He was no shadowy supernatural being wearing an apparent outward form of our physical bodies while being in fact far above them. He had the same kind of flesh you and I do that could feel the same things we feel and needed the same food, air, and water we must have. Work made him tired. The stress of continually dealing with people and their myriad of questions and ailments and complaints and squabbles wore on him just as it did on Moses when his father-in-law told him to get some help or he would burn out. Jesus was God, and in him lived the divine nature and supernatural glory that fainteth not, neither is weary. But at the same time, he carried that within mortal flesh. Jesus Christ was a man. Oh, if he had not himself known weariness, he never could have said, Come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It was because himself took our infirmities, and amongst these the throb of tired muscles and aching back, that he giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increases strength. God as a creator must, of course, have no share in the infirmities of the things that he has made, you and I. It must be his unwearied power that calls them all by their names, because his great and might not one of the creatures of his hand can fail. But the Redeemer must have a taste of that from which he redeems, and the condition of his strength being made perfect in our weakness is that our weakness shall have cast a shadow upon the glory of his strength. We can see the measure of his love in that long before Calvary he took his part in the humiliation and sufferings and sorrows of humanity. Nor does that existed figure, reclining on Jacob's well, rather, preach to us only what he was, 
it declares to us likewise what we should be. For if his work was carried on to the edge of his capacity, and if he did not shrink from service because it involved work, then how powerful the example he sets before us to meet his challenge, to cherish the souls about us and the work of the gospel, just as he cherished us enough to taste our food and wear our sweaty clothes. May he inspire us to help the Samaritan woman at the well, where we find her, so both we and she may drink living waters. May we ever find our comfort in him when our feet are snore and the road dust lies on our faces. You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. God's Word speaks truth. God's Word speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings. 